Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things New Age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the pod. I am so thrilled and grateful to introduce today's guest, Charlotte Milder. And if you don't know who Charlotte is, she is a soul contract practitioner. So we're going to be diving deep into all things soul contracts, soul missions, karma, and all these really juicy, amazing, empowering topics. So Charlotte, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So I want to first ask you, when did you start diving into soul contracts and becoming a soul contract practitioner? Oh, so probably over the last couple of years, it's been something that I keep stumbling upon. It wasn't until my partner at the time and I, we did a massive road trip um, across the country over nearly two months. And I had um, this book called Your Soul Contract Decoded. And I brought it with me and... I was flicking through it and I just got hooked. And because I had no reception or anything, it just became my life. And I was decoding everyone's, like I was meeting people and being like, hey, can I look at your soul contract? Um, You know, it just became everything to me. And I knew right then and there, because of this whole big move, like we were moving across the country, I had this opportunity at a fresh start. I was like, I need to make this something like this just so it comes so naturally to me. I feel like I am remembering as opposed to learning this um, information and I just need to embody it. Like I need to make it happen. So when I got to Queensland, I just enrolled in um, the course with the author of that book. His name is Dick- Nicholas David. Um, and he also has a guy series as well, explaining this system. So I started studying with him and then, yeah, now it's been about a year and I've been doing soul contracts full time, which is really, really crazy. I still can't believe it. So for my listeners back home who don't know what soul contracts are, do you think you could explain like an introductory definition of what exactly they are? Of course, this is a big question. If you wanted to define a soul contract, I'd say it is the spiritual map or the spiritual blueprint for this lifetime. Now. The thing with soul contracts is if you Google it or if you search it or if you look it up on TikTok, for instance, you get a whole variety of definitions and meanings and um, perspectives as to what a soul contract is, which can be really confusing and overwhelming. I think through the lens of the work that I do, essentially how it works is I take your birth certificate name and it's about the sound in your birth certificate name. And from there, you can actually uncover your karmic patterns, your lessons here. You can uncover the talents that you possess and how you can embody them to help you overcome your karmic patterns. It also has your goals in your contract. So the things that light you up, the things that get you out of bed in the morning, the things that you came here to achieve. And then the combination of your karma, talents and goals equals your destiny, your life purpose. And all of that in incredible detail can be found just in the sound of your birth certificate name, which is pretty insane. Yeah. So that's how I probably summarize what a soul contract is. I think you said something about, I saw in one of your TikToks about ancient Hebrew geometry or numerology or something like that. I do believe that there's a lot of wisdom in ancient Judaism. There's a lot of 
I think misconceptions, like people think Judaism is about like the Torah and the Bible, but ancient Judaism has a lot about astrology and things like that. So I don't know what you have to say about that. (laughs) Yeah. So the soul contract history actually was channeled in the 80s by a guy named Frank Alpha. Now he was already a very profound spiritual teacher and he channeled through the spirit of Moses, reintroducing this system back into society. It was believed and through his experience, um, he understands it as we used to have this idea or this remembering when we came here back in like Atlantis times. However, we have forgotten. We come here now and free will takes over and we forget why we're here. So he had this channeling experience over about nine months or so, reintroducing the system back into society. And what he did was he channeled through 22 different energies all represented by 22 different numbers in the ancient Hebrew alphabet or numerology system. And these all represent or all represent a different sound in your name, essentially. And through this, he channeled this almost mass equation, you want to call it, that looks like the Star of David, that takes your birth name, converts into ancient Hebrew numerology, which then forms like a code, a code of sounds. And with that code, we put it through the channeled math system, which I'm not even going to get into because it's just a bunch of math equations, essentially. And you get like the star of David or the star of creation. And that's where you can see the different energies representing your karma, talents and goals and your purpose. So, yeah, I mean, ancient Hebrew numerology is connected with the understanding that sound and manifestation are very much connected. You know, energy can't be destroyed. And each letter or each sound that you make has its numerical value as well. And so when you combine all of that, very simplified, it kind of, it's really hard to kind of explain without being able to show you. I'm trying to explain it in a way that makes sense through like a podcast. Um, but hopefully you can kind of get the understanding and the connection through, through that. Hopefully. <laughs> Does that make sense a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's yeah. honestly a very complicated topic, which mm. I'm sure that's why when you Google it, it there's so many different things. Because when I think of soul contract, I think, oh, I was meant my soul wrote this thing out in the astral world before mm. I came here that I meant to meet these people, have these experiences, go to these places. So I think that's really interesting. I have a question. Did you ever do my soul contract at the end or have access to it? I do. Yeah. And yours is quite unique too, because you do have such a short birth name. Yeah. I just said before that most people have more than 10 sounds in their name. But for you, you actually have a combined karma energy and a combined talent energy and a combined goal energy. So for most, they have a physical karma and a spiritual karma, a physical talent and a spiritual talent and a spiritual goal and a physical goal, etc. But for you, you just have a karma, a talent and a goal because you are literally here on a service incarnation. Like you are here for pure service. You're not here to muck around. Hence the reason you're here speaking into this stuff at such a young age, like your soul came here to be of service, to grow, to literally be a light worker. It's not mucking around with too much of the human experience, you know, which is really cool. So a very, very unique chart and hundred percent let's refer to it going, going forward. We can speak a little bit more about the energies that are there. Yeah, I want to talk about my chart. That really yeah. resonates with what you said. I definitely believe that my life in this incarnation is all about service. I find myself being incredibly drawn to doing a lot of different passion projects and creating a lot more than I'm consuming in a way. So 
my listeners back home who are completely don't know anything about soul contracts. You said something mm-hmm. about karmic and then physical talents and traits and stuff like that. So do you want to explain what that actually means? Of course. Yeah. So in the system that I use, there are 22 different energies that can show up in all of these different placements. Now, each energy is represented by just its characteristics in general. It can also have an assigned organ. It can have an assigned astrology sign. It can have an assigned emotion. These energies have so many layers um, and each time they show up in a different placement, they show up differently and they also interact with the other placements. So one thing that really needs to be emphasized when it comes to our experience, when it comes to the soul contract is how unique we all are. And this is something that still blows me away to this day. It is something that we all need to start to embody more and start to get to know who we are before outsourcing as much as we tend to because everyone is here for such a unique experience and there is no one size fits all. No one has your formula on how you're here to do things. The 22 different energies all represent something so unique and so different and then put them in a different placement again and you have no regular combination of how this can show up. So what I thought I would do is um, I wanted to run through kind of the blanket definition of each of the 22 different energies and what they represent so that if anyone wanted to generate their own chart, they could look at these kind of blanket definitions and see how that feels for them or see what those words feel like for them and how they represent in that placement, if that makes a little bit of sense, whether they show up in a karma or a talent or a goal position for them. One energy represents unity and stability. The two represents resiliency. The three represents communication and expression. The four represents trust. The five represents truth. The six represents creativity. The seven represents integration. The eight is all about earth, emotion, and society. The nine is power. Ten is manifestation of source. The 11 is structure. The 12 is knowledge and love. The 13 is all about mother, divine mother. The 14 is about reflection. The 15 is soul-inspired, soul-inspired work. The 16 is all about bringing spirit, spiritual energy and grounding it, bringing spiritual energy to the earth. The 17 is all about speech and emphasis. The 18 is all about um, choosing to follow spirit. The 19 is about creating a container or a space, holding space for others. 20 is about oh, mind like movement. <laughs> and the 21 is endurance and the 22 is completion. So that was a bit of a mouthful. But the way that you can look at those interpretations is if it shows up in a karmic placement, it is kind of you're experiencing the opposite or the negative expression of that energy. A talent, you're experiencing the wholeness and that in its positive expression. And in the um, goal position, you're experiencing part of the karmic or part of the challenge, but also you are here to embody that in its entirety. So I'm going to use your, one of your energies for an example here. So you have a five in your karmic placement and the five represents truth. So when it shows up in a karma, you often experience suppression of truth when you're younger. So that's an experience. And then for you and your talents, you have the six energy and the six is about creativity. So for you, creativity and freedom and being able to express yourself creatively or have soul-inspired work is incredibly important. And then for you in your goal, you also have creativity. So although you have a lot of the talent aspects of being creative and you have lots of ideas and lots of potential to 
um, creates all inspired work, you often sometimes can get overwhelmed with just how many ideas you have and can have such a scattered experience because the overwhelm and the stress of everything that you feel like you need to do here can be quite difficult to, um, to overcome and to channel your focus and actually see things through. And that's the karmic experience of having so much creativity. Does that kind of make a little bit of sense there? Yeah, totally. The thing you said about the karmic truth, that mm. resonated with me a lot because this is part of the reason I started my podcast last year. I was not my authentic self and I felt like I was suppressing so many of my beliefs, ideas and truths just because I wanted to either make others feel comfortable or I just felt like I was going to get judged for like believing in the universe and all that. Mm. And part of the reason why I really started my podcast a year ago was because I wanted to go into a place that I'm completely uncomfortable and unfamiliar with and like come out of it empowered. So obviously I'm super glad that I did because I mean, I've been able to grow this amazing podcast and have so many guests that are so aligned with my truth. And I wouldn't have done that if I didn't step out of my comfort and back into my power. But I definitely think there are some times where in my life where like I'm still learning how to really be authentic in my truth. I have to realize that my authentic truth is only defined by me and what others has to say has no, like, I don't have to prove myself to anyone, you know, just something that I'm definitely learning. And I think maybe the thing you were saying about creativity that's kind of where I could find my power back in it, like by doing more creative work that aligns with my authentic truth. hundred percent. Like one thing that would really interest you is the quality of the five energy is actually speech. So mm -hmm. the fact that you have chosen an avenue to express your truth through speech, through the podcast is probably the most powerful thing that you can do to transmute this energy. You are literally here for no messing around. Like your chart is so divinely done that you've got a purpose. You're here for on a mission and your sixes are such a beautiful energy to help you transmit your, your fives because it does give you that inspiration to express your soul creatively and, you know, share your truth with others because you have so many ideas and so many avenues of doing that with the six. And it is just such a divine way that your, um, your chart expresses itself because of that. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that you found the podcast um, as an avenue to really work through those karmic fives and that suppression of your truth and the suppression of your voice, which is, yeah, pretty, pretty profound. You've got so many years ahead of you too, which is insane. Um, yeah, it's very, very inspiring, very expanding. <laughs> Thank you. So I have a question. So mm. in the soul contract, is there like anything outlined about certain themes and topics, love, relationships, career, or is it more just like a general direction of where your soul is meant to go and flourish? Yeah, so it again, it completely depends on the contract. There can be very specific contracts. The interesting thing is often those that come to me with really desire that direction. They desire that I need to know my life purpose. I feel so lost. Like help me find my way are often the ones that come here with a lot of free will and a lot of, you know, option and how they can express themselves. And they tend to have almost a karma that um whether it be like the nine where their experience here is disempowering because of that energy being power. If they have a karmic nine, the experience is disempowerment and they tend to give their power away. So a lot of nines come to me, for instance, because they're looking for someone to tell them outside of themselves why they're here and what they're here to do. And people with those contracts, people that are here to learn about themselves and go inwards and find all the answers that they're trying to search externally will not often find anything 
too specific in their sole contract. It will often be more of an experience, an internal feeling, but then there are those of us that have very specifics in our sole contract. They're often the ones that come in very flowy, <laughs> very open-minded, very curious. And I'm often like, this is what you're here to do. And I'm here to give them direction as to where they're going and how to do that. And there can be things and relationships or relationship dynamics more than anything that show up there. There can also be um, very specific careers and different options for what you should be doing to embody and your talents and to accomplish your goals. They can be incredibly specific. Some soul contracts have like, these are the kind of steps that you are here to play out and this is your purpose. And it's very black and white, which is pretty insane. And those people are often like, don't tell me that. Like I want to be free, <laughs> which is wild. Um, but yeah, to answer your question in its whole, your soul contract is about you and it's about your internal experience. By coming for a soul contract reading, I'm essentially just putting words to what you are feeling and what you're experiencing in your life. And it's more of a experience of understanding who you are and why you're here and just get to learn and have a lot of compassion for yourself through the process. When it comes to associating soul contracts with like soulmates or um, twin flames or all that sort of stuff that we like to associate the concept of soul contracts with, you can kind of see how that can happen, but it doesn't show up in your contract. If you look at your contract alongside someone else's, you can see how some really complement each other and some that are really meant to be hand in hand, some that will just trigger one another and be more of a learning experience. Um, and some that are just very neutral. They're not really helping each other go anywhere. They're just very like on different paths and they're probably going to grow apart. So you can kind of see relationship dynamics that way. Yeah, like it's all about you. Pretty much that's it. It's all about you and your experience yeah, and learning more about yourself. Wow, that is super interesting. How yeah. you like you're able to compare two different soul contracts with each other. That's very interesting. That leads me to another question. So someone feels unaligned with their life. Why does getting a reading of their soul contract useful? Yeah, again, it really depends where they're at and why, why they're feeling that way. Are they stuck in their karmic pattern? Are they giving their power away to someone else? You know, are they working a job that they don't feel aligned with because they don't want to step into their power? Or are they, did they have a karmic five and their experience here is learning how to speak their truth and stand up for their truth? So are they in situations or in environments where that's being suppressed? Um, or for instance, with a six, you know, that creativity that you've also got, are they in an environment where they can express themselves and express their uniqueness every single day? Because if they're not, they're going to feel very uncomfortable and very stagnant and very frustrated towards themselves, yeah? So you can look at that for starters and see, all right, are we stuck in our karma here? Is this something that is keeping you stagnant? And also, do you have awareness as to what talents you have? Maybe you do, but maybe you're not comfortable honing in and mastering them or you're not sure how you can use them for your line of work or for something that's going to bring more fulfillment into your life they there's just so much going on so many energies going on that they just switch off and they just disassociate to this experience you know their soul is probably very highly evolved sometimes otherworldly particularly at the moment there are a lot of people a lot of soul, soul contracts that I've seen mostly in the younger younger audience um, that are here as very fresh humans they're not very good at being human and they have so much resistance to the human experience and embodying the human experience and they're trying to run from that they might be embodying a lot of their talents they might be exploring their spirituality but they still feel lost and still feel really stuck 
or really uncomfortable in the human experience because they're not used to it. It's uncomfortable. They're a high frequency soul trying to relate themselves to a low density experience. So there are so many different factors. Um, but essentially, I keep going back to it, but it's so true. I'm just bringing words to their experience and to what they're feeling. This is not something that they don't know themselves often. Occasionally they've blocked it out to the point where they're like, what? No way. <laughs> but it's all deep in here. I'm just kind of bringing awareness to that. And anytime you bring awareness to anything, it loses its power. It loses its control over you. Um, and slowly you can start to unpack exactly why you're here and follow that, that inner knowing, you know, that I'm just kind of bringing voice to or bringing words to essentially. I love it. I'm curious if you can tell me more about my chart and if yes. I can like intuitively <laughs> understand some more things like my life. Okay. This month has been kind of a crazy month. A lot of things have been happening to me that were definitely not what I was expecting. I've been facing like a theme of rejection a lot in a lot of different ways. I've also been going through like a breakup deciding where I'm going because I'm about to turn to become an adult and like deciding where I want to take the path in my life do I want to go the traditional way to college or like follow my heart and like travel and do stuff so this month has definitely been testing me in a lot of beautiful ways though and I'm grateful for it so I'm curious if anything in the soul contract can help me get some more clarity <laughs> yes yeah I love this okay well let's talk about your karmic vibes because I feel like this will bring you a lot of clarity as to why you experience the things that you do so your karmic fives again like I said this is the energy of truth and the quality here is speech this is also the energy of abstraction this is very hard to pinpoint because it's just it's not of this world and your experience here is quite literally that you know you are in but not of this world now the five having it in a karmic placement is quite unusual this is something that is more and more common now because like I said, a lot of people are coming here purely to be of service during this time. Um, but it used to be quite unusual. You know, you never really see it in our parents' generation, for instance. Um, now this energy, it's all about learning to be human. And often those with fives have this kind of rebellion or this desire to escape the system. And like we like to put it, you know, escape the matrix as such. Um, now for you, you are highly, highly intuitive and you have these beautiful channels connected to the spiritual space. However, it is so important that you embody the human experience so you can build a bridge between your spiritual, your natural spiritual abilities and the physical reality and you can share your gifts with them with the mainstream and society. Now, what often happens with the fives, and this is why there can be a lot of turmoil, is they like to spend their time in the spiritual. And I'm sure you did this when you initially had your spiritual awakening any time that you felt you know out of body light flowy adventurous that was when you felt most at home because you were you were closer to home you were out of your body through those experiences and you are here to actually build a bridge between that experience and the mainstream but a lot often fires will build their bridge three quarters of the way and yell at the people at the other humans around their intuitive experiences and their spiritual experiences but for you, part of the lesson is literally building your bridge all the way into the ground through practices like grounding, through practices like literally having mainstream jobs or, you know, being involved in community events or paying your bills or <laughs> the things that are so human. That's how you stay within the system, because for you, you've got to build this really strong bridge between the two. Otherwise, you're just yelling and your spiritual abilities are going to waste. 
Um, and all of these experiences that you're having too with like, it's almost like an alienation, like all of these things are kind of falling away from who you are and what's happening because you are not really of this world and you are incredibly sensitive because of that. And people don't really understand you and that can be really isolating. And that's why fives often have that desire to go and run and live on the outskirts of society, go and live in the jungle or <laughs> go and live, you know, somewhere where they don't really see anyone because it just feels uncomfortable for them. But yeah, like I said, your karma, your lesson is literally to embody the human experience and being so young and being so spiritually woke already it's going to be quite a challenge for you to do that because you're probably going to want to run in the opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like other teenagers my age, like want to go party and drinking and I'm just like, ah, like yeah. this is like the last thing that I want to do. But honestly, like when you say this, I want you to know, like in the past month, I have been noticing myself do that. And I've been challenging myself to do the opposite. Like I've been challenging myself to go out and hang out with people my age and like do stupid teenage things. And, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely like a challenge because a part of me is like, oh, I need to experience that. But a part of me is like, oh, I'm not called to do that. Mm -hmm. So I guess if anyone else listening back at home feels the same way, take Charlotte's advice about bridging that gap between your spiritual practice and your physical world like how can you enjoy meditating and doing yoga and doing all of that while also going out and spending time with your friends and falling in love and doing all these things that when your spirit's just floating through the cosmos you're not going to be able to do because I mean you're kind of like in a body right now in like a flesh suit or whatever you want to call it a sacred vessel and it's definitely interesting but do you have like my chart on paper or is this something that like you have it's in it. here it's in my, it's in my it's mind, in your mind. I do have a photo of it though which I can okay review as well which I definitely do that yes um, but I think that's so so important particularly for anyone listening and for anyone that is exploring their spirituality and this is why I really like I want to yell this at the top of every rooftop like this is something I'm so so passionate about because I also have karmic vibes and this has been a huge huge lesson for me when I first like started going into my spiritual journey it's almost as if everyone leans into the same stuff you know we learn how to meditate we're all like obsessed with opening our third eye we all have these energy healing experiences and they're like insane they feel so light and flowy and fun you know when you first start to delve into spirituality there's this idea or this concept that the more out of it you feel the more out of body you feel the more like otherworldly you feel the more spiritual you are and you're kind of chasing that um that experience and we do that through you know drugs and alcohol as well or another option to chase that same experience you can do just the same with unhealthy spiritual practices now what hasn't changed over time when it comes to spirituality is our parents or the older generations where spirituality was like kind of first cemented they were here to have freedom from the human experience you know they were connected to their body, connected to the material things, connected to their human experience, and they were here to ascend. And that's why they started delving into your energy healings and opening your third eye and like, you know, wild meditations where a lot of us, particularly those with energies like the five or the 10 one even that are not really of this world, that are quite unique and are happening, you know, more and more of us are having these energies. We're here to do the opposite. 
it's a beautiful thing to connect with our intuition. It's a beautiful thing to connect with our spiritual side and to have these really profound spiritual healing experiences, but they need to need to be coupled by grounding always. Otherwise you just get sent further out of your body. And if you use that bridge analogy, you've got to think you're spending most of your time up in the spiritual and your lesson, your purpose here is to build the bridge down to the physical and integrate it into the mainstream. But if you're just spending your time doing spiritual practices that are sending you further towards home or further towards your spiritual side, that bridge is getting less and less. It's getting distorted. And therefore, you're not actually able to share your gifts with society as you are here to do. And that is so, so important for those that are just opening up to spirituality because there's so many like people saying, oh, this is what you need to do. Like, this is how you do it. You tick, tick, tick. And that is not the same. Everyone is so unique. So it's so important. And I love the name of your podcast, Claim Your Power, because it really is that going inwards and sorting and figuring out for yourself what feels right. Does this feel right? Am I supposed to be having such like out of body experiences? Like I'm having this crazy meditation and I feel just the same as I did when I used to go out and drink ridiculous amounts of alcohol. Like, is that supposed to be the right thing? You know, are we supposed to be experiencing this or is it supposed to be more grounded, more human, more of service? Yeah. This reminds me, I filmed an episode with Jason Shirka. I'm not sure if you know who that is, but a while ago I filmed an episode with him and we were talking about how there's always two sides of the spectrum to the spiritual community and you have to find the middle ground. So one side is like the completely spiritual side where like you're astral projecting 24 (laughs) seven, like you're out floating, you're not on earth, you're living like on the soil in Costa Rica or something, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with that experience, but Another side of the spectrum is like completely being detached from the universe and spirit and not believing in your power, not believing in your purpose and like living this mundane cycle of unconsciousness and unawareness. Also, what you were saying, it's all about bridging and coming to the middle is realizing that you are a high frequency spiritual being, but you're also a human and you're going to have experiences that are going to help your growth as a person, but also as a soul, but they're going to have to be like the human experience. So if you're someone listening, that's like diving into spirituality and obviously there's so much information online that it can honestly get really overwhelming, which is why I always tell people like your biggest teacher is yourself. There's so much information out there and so many amazing wisdom, but at the end of the day, you have to follow what resonates with you and what aligns with your intuition. If something that some mentor says online on TikTok scares you or doesn't align with you, they say, you can't chew gum because gum is low frequency or something. (laughs) And I would see people on my TikTok being like, you need to cut out this, 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 and this. And eventually I became vegan. And that led to like so many problems in my life that I had to really heal from. But this idea like that it's not black or white it's in the middle and so if you're seeing someone posting all this stuff go back home to yourself and ask yourself does this align with me because if it does then take it like charlotte really aligns with me i see her tiktok and i'm like this is so interesting like i want her on the podcast and stuff but sometimes people will say things that they believe and aligns with their truth but might not align with yours and it's about seeing what aligns with your own personal journey Does that resonate with you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's why the soul contract is such a good tool and has literally changed my life in the way that 
I came to realize because I also share these fives with you so I can really speak into this experience um but there's many other energies that have a similar experience as you know being that kind of in between the two worlds and kind of swinging between the two and learning how to balance and be that bridge between the spiritual and the physical your soul contract is like a guide as to what parts of you you can explore so now knowing this you would look at your talent aspect so for you it's creativity yeah so you would go okay so how am I going to build this bridge I need to build it nice and strong I'm here to have the human experience while I'm still connected to my purpose and my spiritual and my intuition so let's look at my talent and my talent here is creativity and its ability to manifest with the sixes they have this incredible ability to manifest it's almost like initial like instant manifestation you know it's a thought into reality so it's like so how can I be creative how can I couple my fives which need a grounding experience to be coupled with so how can I be creative and ground myself simultaneously what lights me up when it comes to creativity and for you it's just literally expressing your soul so you can connect with your soul connect with who you are and create and I think while I'm on creativity one incredibly important thing and there's so many words out there which I'm like I hate definitions but creativity is one of those people think of if you're a creative person they kind of have this idea of what that is and if you don't fit that mold then they deem themselves not creative right which is just so so sad because that is not the case creativity is simply just you expressing your uniqueness you're not creative when you are carbon copying someone else's structure or someone else's truth that is not creative Anytime you are putting your own spin on things, anytime you are doing something slightly different, slightly unique to you, that is creative. It could be as simple as following a recipe to the T, but adding a few different spices. That's creative, you know, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And then you've, of course, got like, again, like everything, there's a huge scale. So from something as simple as that, there can be soul-inspired creativity where literally every walking, talking breath you take is unique to you. And everything you do and speak and say is through the essence of creativity. It's all flowy. It's not like I'm doing this project and doing this next. It's like this beautiful flow of dance that you live your life through. So I think for you, exploring your creative essence is going to really help ground your fives and help you build that bridge. And that's why it's such a beautiful thing, having this whole contract system to refer to, because it kind of gives everyone a bit of a tool, a bit of a, okay, this is me on paper, or this is me at my soul level, at my essence. How can I really hone in and master these parts of me that I've keep, kept suppressed for so long? And how can I take these beautiful talents that I embody and make a life that's going to be more fulfilling for me out of them? I love what you said about creativity and manifestation, because that reminded me of something that something that I've learned when it comes to the universe is that when you do follow your passions and your creativity and you have, and you do everything with the intention of being of service to others, Mm. like the universe has your back. Let me tell you, like if you're out there trying to help other people and you're genuinely following your heart and not what society tells you or what your parents tell you, and you're just doing things because they genuinely align with you, it might not seem like it, but the universe is keeping count. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. So you put all this work and being of service, you might not see tangible results right away, but they will come to you in the most abundant form at some point. But something that I wanted to ask you, right now I'm having this big debate of whether I want to go study in college 
or take another gap year to I have a lot of business aspirations and start my own business and like do more passion projects that I'm really passionate about. And right now I'm debating if I want to do those four years to study and like get a degree and have like a human experience of like college and young and parties and studying, or I want to like move to Bali and like (laughs) create and like do all these projects. And one is not worse or better than the other. I'm just genuinely like don't know what to do. And I'm curious if something in my soul contract could give me some sense of direction or clarity. Definitely. So your karmic vibes, this is the energy of adventure and travel. So often they have a travel bug that needs to be itched. That's first and foremost. If you don't itch this travel bug, it will just like, (laughs) it will almost happen in your more spiritual space. If you're not exploring your physical reality, you will start exploring your more spiritual reality. And that's even more of an unguided experience. So you need to travel. That's how you grow. That's how you evolve. That's how you download cellular information, essentially, from being in different environments and meeting new people. So firstly, that needs to be on the cards for you. I feel like that is something that is so, so important to your experience here. Um, When it comes to doing your degree, and I'm not entirely sure what your degree is or what it's going to look like for you, but your sixes are going to find it very frustrating and very, very uncomfortable if you are in a environment where you are following someone else's structure so if your degree is in something that is a lot more creative a lot more free-flowing you've got a lot of prac you've got a lot of ways that you can express yourself through your degree your six will be nourished however if you are just listening and copying and everything's very theory-based and you're not able to express yourself or bring in your uniqueness to your degree that is going to be incredibly frustrating and stressful for the sixes. It kind of, you've got to think of the six as like a creative channel that is coming through you at all times. And you either allow it to come out and you express yourself creatively as much as possible to unblock this channel or you suppress it and it gets really frustrating and angry and yucky and you just feel really uncomfortable all the time. And it actually manifests in all sorts of health conditions and a typical one for the six would be like burnout and chronic fatigue because it's just a suppression of creative energy that's not being used and you're here to create your reality quite literally so I do believe that depending on your degree it could be quite nourishing for you it will help ground your fives however having the awareness of okay I need to keep myself quite grounded having the awareness of your karmic fives and knowing that you are here to balance the spiritual and the physical already and you continually embody that, you should be really okay just following your sixes, following your creative um, energy, following your you know, desire to travel and explore because that's what's going to feel most fulfilling for you. And you are so young. You've got so many years ahead, so you can always go back to college. But if you've got an itch, it's, it's a ping. It's a feeling. It's a desire. It's going to be so much more fulfilling for you to follow that. Yes, what you said about burnout. Oh my God, I feel like we're on an intuitive cycle right now because when I was in high school, I felt so unfulfilled. I mean, I was just burnt out constantly. I it did manifest in health conditions. I had to do a lot of like shadow work, healing work, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually since I've graduated. And that's why I feel so good. And I've had so much time to like do my podcast I'm about to publish like another book and I'm just I feel very aligned which is why I'm nervous about school because 
one thing for me is like, okay, I might actually like college because it's a completely different experience. I'm learning to be independent while also being in like this tight knit community with other kids my age. And I could be learning so much. But then another thing is like, I want to travel and explore, but I don't exactly have a plan or too much backing me up. So there's always that doubt in my head that's like, I need to go the traditional route. Obviously, I know that that's my ego and I'm trying to like, let go of those limiting beliefs, whichever way I choose. But learning that I need to, that I have those sixes and the creativity is actually really useful because I know that, okay, if I choose to go to school, I need to make sure I'm choosing to go to a school that I feel completely fulfilled and empowered in. Because otherwise, I want to have another four years of me being completely burnt out and just like, just unaligned with my purpose. Yeah. But I guess my last question for you would be, from being a soul contract practitioner, what is one thing that you've learned that you would want to share with the listeners back home? I think the most powerful thing that I have learned is compassion, hands down. It, I, I can't like express this enough. We are all so unique and therefore our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters are all so, so different. Your experience here, what it feels like to be in your vessel, what's manifesting around you is not the same as someone that may from, you know, from the same level, from the same perception, look similar to yours. It is an entirely, entirely different experience. And having that compassion and that understanding and that desire to get to know someone and get to know their soul is so, so important when it comes to your family members. Like this system has changed my life not only for myself but when it comes to the relationships in my life I've been able to reconnect with both of my parents you know build a relationship with my brothers um, navigate my recently ex-relationship and understanding just how beautiful that experience was but it's no longer aligned for either of us through the lens of the soul contract system for an ex- to put this into perspective, for you with your karmic vibes, for instance, having this intuition that you've got, that you just have, you were born with, this feeling, this gut feeling, is an experience that is unique to you. Someone that doesn't have karmic vibes would not have such a heightened intuition as you. But often karmic vibes take it for granted and they don't realize that no one else feels the same way as they do. So an instance would be, you know, you just having a gut feeling about something or feeling into an environment and going, oh, this feels uncomfortable and assuming that everyone else around you feels the same. That is not the case. And I think the biggest thing that I have learned through this system is just how fascinating and how unique we all are and how we just need to be be so much more compassionate for one another and want to learn about each other's souls and how they function and why we're here and just literally lead with curiosity and compassion as opposed to judgment. I think it's just so, so important. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on my show and sharing all your wisdom. I'm so grateful. Thank you so, so much. It was so beautiful to meet you also. I'm really (laughs) excited for your future, hearing all the things that you've got planned. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye.